Welcome back, 390 Millionaires. Uh, we are on to week three, which uh, has started off with a dish of misery and uh, shame for myself. Uh, I'll get into that very, very soon. Um, I can already tell this episode is going to fucking suck um, as we move forward on it. But um, there's a lot. there will be lots of time for everybody's pain uh, tonight. Um with me, as always, are my two co-hosts, uh, Mike and Suds. Mike, how are you tonight? I'm good. I'm laughing a little bit at the disdain I can hear in your voice. and <laughs> This is going to be a fun ride, I feel. Just the fucking worst. Uh, speaking of the worst, Suds, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'm doing well. Uh, excited, uh, excited to be here, excited to be watching what I think is already proving to be the greatest game in the history of sports, um, as we expected it to be with these two teams coming together in primetime midweek. Mm-hmm. Oof. Things are happening. Uh, it's funny that you say that because one of the quarterbacks, uh, Sam Darnold, used to play for your team um, for several years, the New York Jets. Uh, and you, by you saying that just shows what a complete idiot you are. Uh, Curtis, what's going on, friend? You are our first guest of the uh, of the 390 uh, Millionaires uh, second season. Uh, we brought you on because you are literally our last choice. Um, how are you? Uh, not too bad, not too mad. Uh, it's a pleasure to be back. I'm just sitting here watching this fantastic game. Uh, Davis Mills, three for four, 14 yards. It's fantastic. <laughs> a big, big waiver wire pickup there for Gertie. Great pickup. He must be thrilled. No spoilers, though, for the waiver wire section. No spoilers. <laughs> um, so we enter, uh, we enter the third week of our season, 390 season, um, with the divisions all kind of showing the same um, quality of, uh, of players. But... Um, We'll just we'll just run through some of the uh, the wins that that happened last week. Um, first that that I see is that uh, myself uh, and Gertie played a match, which was probably the weakest match of all the games, mm-hmm. uh, and I somehow snuck out a win with uh, sub one hundred points for the second straight week to bring my record to two and zero uh, and to drop Gertie to zero and two. Uh, Andre snuck out an absolute thriller of a win over Mike, uh, or uh, my brother Mike, um, by winning 125.28 to 123.64. For the listeners, uh, it is interesting to note that uh, my brother actually had the lead with uh, under five minutes to play in that game, and then CEH fumbled. 
uh, causing Flacaroni and Cheese to lose two points and giving CD's Nuts uh, the win. So an incredible sort of finish there. Um, my co-host, Suds, uh, laid a smackdown on my other co-host, uh, uh, Pelt, with a, a 131.9 oh. drumming uh, to 97.94 uh, victory. Um, I was told we I'll weren't going to live in the past anymore. We were going to live in the now. Last week we talked right. about this, so yeah. Right, right. I, I'll speed it up. I'll speed it up. I'm sure Suds will have lots to say on that today anyways uh a chase up the hill worst name uh, i've ever seen for a fantasy team uh beat uh 1.21 gigaguts i also don't get that name um either but uh neville is 2 and 0 somehow again and this ride just never ends and we're on it forever i guess um donkey dick our, our guest uh put up put up maybe the biggest score of the uh the season so far um, Curtis, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if that's uh, <clears throat> it was the blowout of the week. We can see blowout that. of the week, sure. 100, 160.6 uh, on the back of uh, Derrick Henry, right? Correct, just an insane uh, game yeah. from him last mm-hmm. week. Uh, Lifeless Fish just wasn't his, wasn't his weekend, put up a 114 um, and still lost. So, uh, there is no god. Uh, and Jay uh, beats uh, Dungeons and Dax 135 uh, to 94, uh, bringing both their records to one and one. So that'll drop us to uh, the review of our um, our conferences, our divisions, I guess we should call them. Uh, and and like we've been trying to do uh, in this new season, we're, we're just going to do a quick review of, uh, of each uh, division. So uh, the first one that's up is two championships asterisk. So Mike, what, uh, what do you got for us on that? Yeah, I think last week I said, you got to take down the champ to have any power shift here. And it hasn't happened. Neville is cleaning up again. We think it becomes a repetitive podcast when we talk about Neville winning all the time. So I'm going to not do that anymore. I'm going to talk about the bottom of the division. Um, the toilet bowl champions, as I like to call them, Ryan and Danish, living up to their name, living in the basement of this division. I think they've been in the toilet bowl twice in a row, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so great work, guys. Uh, keep it up. And uh, it's, it's exactly what we expect to see from you at this point. Curtis, though. Curtis is second in the division, second in the league in points. And I just wonder, he sniped players from Hallwall and myself in the draft. Is this Curtis's year? Is he going to make a run here? I don't know. But with the divisions overall, first, second, and fourth point scores in the league sit in what we considered the weakest division off the top of the year. I think we're getting proven wrong. Curtis, since you're here, you want to give us your take and how you're feeling sitting in that gauntlet? I'm feeling pretty good about this division so far. Big matchup this week against Ryan. I think we'll go a long ways uh, for the rest of the season. And then hopefully, hopefully towards the end of the season, uh, take down the champ, Neville. That would be the ultimate goal here. Mm-hmm. I think that's the ultimate goal for everybody. I go. I could lose every every other game on my slate, but beating Neville, oh God, just it's a tradition I haven't felt in a in a or celebrated in a long, long time. Um, seven championships. This is Pelton uh, and, and Suds's division. Um, to me, it breaks down quite easily. Uh, with CD's nuts uh, at two and zero, sneaking out the win last week, but um, appearing to be just the 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 favorite of that division, 
um, a 40 point lead on the next highest scoring team, um, which is actually Suds' team. Uh, I would say that's probably the way these teams are ranked currently in the division of going Andre Suds, Mike, uh, mm-hmm. and then my brother, Mike, I would say are accurate. Um, I'm, I, I think the standings reflect uh, the way this, I, I see this division playing out. Um, just a side note for my brother's team. Um, it's shit. You should have traded me uh, Kareem Hunt for Carson Wentz. You don't have any quarterbacks. And so uh, yeah. you just got to eat that all season long now. Uh, and then Suds, I'll throw it to you to finish up the uh, the last uh, division. No, you're an idiot. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Texans got a touchdown. What the fuck? That's, That's so weird. good. Oh, my feet is obviously behind. So uh, while I talk about this, the Texans might score a touchdown. <laughs> so uh, you're actually first in your division, uh, two championships, sitting at 2-0. and The more interesting stat about you being in first is that you have 197 points, which yeah. is second fewest in the league. Um, the one thing I will say about your team that I noticed, and I think you kind of alluded to this and will continue to allude to this, but uh, your bench is really struggling. You, uh, oh, yeah. you, you are just keeping having to put players in you're lucky i mean you were lucky going into this game about your running backs being so good you lost that luck yeah things aren't looking great for you um you still have a team good enough to turn it around especially if this mccaffrey injury doesn't turn out to be anything too poor and then i think i think it's kind of a three-way between um, nolan's team is very good and has an unlucky loss there. Um, lots of points against. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I think it's it's still yet to shape out between you, Jay, and Nolan, who the best team is. Obviously, you're struggling right now, but I don't know if that'll last all season. And then obviously, there's a team in fourth there. Um, he spent some money to try and fix it. Don't know how worth it it's going to be. Anyway, we don't need to talk about them. We do it enough. Um. Well done, everybody. Uh, Suds, I, I, I can't, I can't take issue with any anything you've said. Um, I'll get into this li- a little bit later with with another team, um, but uh, my team is not good. I should not be two and zero. My wide receiver core is an abs- absolute disaster. Um, multiple players not putting up like even a full point. I, um, I don't feel good about the position I'm in. Like, there's still lots of work that needs to be done. Um, and, and I mean, the CMC stuff is just heartbreaking. Uh, but with that, we can, uh, I think we should just jump right into the next segment, which is the, uh, the waiver wire. And so I think that's, uh, we'll give it to Mike. Mike, why don't you give us the rundown on the waiver wire? Oh, wow. So I, was, I was ready for this. Uh, just give me a second. Oh, you're you're still on mirror, oh. still on you. Hilariously. I was talking about how ready I was for this segment. Um, so clearly with my mic being on and everything, that just shows even further. There wasn't a ton of action on the waiver wire this week, actually. Uh, last week was the crazy one. Someone spent $100 on a player. Can you imagine? Fucking idiot. Um, but I think both the quarterbacks went for the same price, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, where the hell was it? Wow. Okay, it's not even... the, the power button to turn the computer on <laughs> and you wait a little bit. Um, no, so, so it's not even giving me the... There we go. Jacoby Brissett I... and David Mills both went to Burroughs to steal. 
for 10 bucks. Let's talk about that. Let's unpack that a little bit. Um, do you think you thought he was going to get both quarterbacks or thought 10 was a reasonable bid for both and he'd probably end up getting one? Surely he didn't go into it wanting both. Maybe he did. I don't know. Thoughts? Well, I, I think I think when you hear the name David Mills, you think quality. Mm. And you're like, yeah, I would spend uh, a, a thousand pennies on that. Please and thank you. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't blame Gertie at all because it, it just is a uh, a smart fantasy football move to make. I'm a fan of windmills, if that has any correlation. I could relate there. Yeah, I would say it does. Perfect. Um, and then, Paul, you picked up Cephas, um, Quintes, who had a decent Monday night. Goff's giving us some looks. He may look like that um, burner in that offense, if you will, um, the big play guy when they need it. Um, so I think that's a decent pickup for 7 bucks personally. Um, seeing both defenses, Baltimore and Las Vegas, Baltimore go for 2 and Las Vegas for 1. I mean, cool. Great, great story. Congratulations, Suds. You got a defense. Um, so nothing real exciting for me there. But yeah, pretty slow week compared to last week. Um, I do want to give our guest a chance to uh, tell us what he thinks about the Baltimore defense pickup. Because it's obviously the most exciting one here. Uh, well, I was unprepared for this question. Uh, let me take a quick look here. Let me answer for you. <laughs> it was dope. Uh, who are we here? Who are we? You got to be ready for the... Uh, questions on the podcast curtis well i told this is, you I this is just... the type of quality we want from guests yeah For, well, remember this is... coming in zero preparation today oh i found him here we did not tell you we would not make fun of you for it though. <laughs> <laughs> remember this is complete oh, unadulterated yeah, unedited there were no promises made here we go here we go we have suds actually picking up baltimore is number two defense uh yeah i think that is a strategy for success and nothing else but i mean he has some... I, I like that we are throwing curtis under the bus here for mu- after mike threw it to him to talk about me picking up a second defense <laughs> hey it's big stuff <laughs> some big news good yeah. analysis i mean he's got some other holes on his team here but uh, yeah. i think that will go a long way whoa excuse me uh, no uh elaborate on that please hmm where the fuck do you see a fucking hole? <laughs> well, you're starting a wide receiver for the Jets and Trevor Lawrence against Arizona. Yeah, it could be a tough slide note there for you. Yeah, good analysis. All right, well, let's wait till we get to your fucking. So, <laughs> yeah, I think that's all I got for the uh, waiver wire. Uh, if you want to look at the, I guess, the pickups um, that didn't go for money. We we saw Osborne get picked up by Mike can't believe it's not Hallwell. Great name. Love that name. Uh Ty Johnson. I kinda like that pickup. It's sneaky. He kinda seemed to take over at times last week from when I was watching a bit of the Jets, which was for about fifteen minutes, but um it felt like he was maybe gonna be the guy to come out of the backfield there. So I like that sneaky little pickup, Hallwell. And uh CD's nuts our commissioner doing irrelevant shit again, picking up Emmanuel Sanders and Nathan Peterman of all people. So congrats, Andre. You've put yourself in a mediocrity once again. The meme is still alive and that is what Andre's <laughs> saying to himself. He's like, I've done it again. Those boys will laugh on that podcast. 
I know that I have a fantasy football podcast, but can one of you explain to me why he went for Nathan Peterman? I'm going to guess to handcuff Derek Carr, which makes little to no sense, but right. we're here. Almost no sense. <laughs> like, why um, not pick up David Mills for $11 if you're going to pick up so Nathan have, Peterman? I have a standing theory with Andre when it comes to his, uh, his fantasy football, like, information gathering um you know in the the mainstream media there's alternative sources uh i believe uh, andre subscribes to alternative sports media uh okay. whatever that is i don't know i don't know whatever the fox news version of uh fantasy football <laughs> is but andre listens to it and he gets all of his information there and uh, nathan <laughs> peterman uh is apparently a thing that they want to they want to do so that's the best. Uh, that's the best theory I have for the whole situation. Can I also add as to of, that? As of uh, as of yesterday at one thirty three, Derek Carr is good to go for week three. So, I also would like to add that he dropped Devonta Freeman, and I, I didn't finish watching the game Sunday. But from what I saw, he had a big run, and I was like, "Whoa, Devonta Freeman still exists." Did he finish? No, two for twenty nine. But I mean. I think I'd rather keep a part of the shit show that is the Ravens' backfield and hope something comes out of it than Nathan Peterman. So I'm going to question this move all the way to Sunday. I would say for a player that's in your division making moves like this, yeah. maybe you should just shut up and let it happen. True, true. Okay. Also, though, why, why – um, actually, you know what? Next week? Someone spend one dollar on whoever Kyler Murray's backup is because Andre has not handcuffed him properly. <laughs> oh, that's right. I don't have a dollar, so I can't. I can't be the one to do that. <laughs> it's on us. It's on us. <laughs> that is fair. Um, we'll skip into uh, the the key injuries piece uh, here just to keep rolling. Um, so players that we know are that are out this weekend are Tyrod Jarvis Landry has gone into. COVID protocol? No, knee injury. Knee injury, sorry, you're right. Good assumption, uh, along, though. Yeah. Uh, along with that, um, OBJ is questionable to play. Hmm. Uh, and from what I've what I've read, um, it doesn't quite sound like he, he's there, but he, I, I would say there's probably a 25% chance that he plays. Uh, Antonio Brown is in the COVID protocol. That's where my brain was at. We found that out earlier this week. Tua broke some ribs. Um, we're not sure how long he'll be out. Uh, could just be a pain management piece. Uh, and then as of this taping right now, CMC with a hamstring injury for uh, an undetermined amount of time. This um, this speaks, uh, this screams to me like a six-week sort of like snap count injury. I'm not sure. He'll probably miss a game and then sort of be leveled back into it. Um, it's too early in the season for the Panthers to give up on their playoff hopes, but not great. Not great for me. I've got a ne- next month and a half or is, is, uh, is big. Um, does anybody else have anything that they, uh, they want to bring up? No, again, kind of a, a segment, um, depending upon what happens to CMC, it's all kind of COVID and questionable. Um, nothing big this week again, after last week's huge shenanigans. Did you handcuff CMC? No, that was one of the picks Curtis sniped. Oh, right. You still have Chubb on your bench? Absolutely. Oh, oh, oh. Spicy. 
Curtis lamented before uh, before starting the podcast. That he's like, "Oh, I, I'm a fool. Left it on my bench." <laughs> Whatever. You guys are all worried about your free agent bucks, but I got them right on my bench. So, son of a bitch. <laughs> son of a bitch. Get out of here. This will be the last time you're on the podcast. Um, <laughs> I was hoping I was hoping we were going to be able to get to another. Uh, uh, an intelligent section of the podcast, but unfortunately, uh, we are brought to the source. So, what <laughs> toilet water is he going to? Speak today? It's a great question. Let me. Uh, it's amazing. I'm in Raleigh, North Carolina, currently, and the source still slipped the envelope under my hotel room door. It's unreal, unreal. It's crazy. I wasn't coming in expecting anything tonight, but here we are. So, as always, I think uh, he or she has a little bit of a, a poem for us. Um, you three seem quite offended by my casual cuts. Surprising how easy your panties bunched up in your butts. And to be called, what was it, a punk-ass bitch? Tell it to all the people who follow you on Twitch. Oh, good one. Ooh. Mike Suds, is scotch and sports still painfully draining? Do you still jerk off onto your mics and call it entertaining? Fair. It's a good one. Anyway, I must move on from your delicate emotions and address the league's potential preconceived notions. Your source is not a league mate so commonly named, who when tragedy struck was appropriately blamed. And I am not the guy who once treated as third class, who has become even scarier, than a wet patch of wet grass. That points to Neville, I think. Yeah, that seemed that seemed very Neville. Mm-hmm. So, any uh, analysis of that? Or do you want me to move on to his actual information? I I do. I just want to point out um, he is still a punk ass bitch, but I did like that he rhymed bitch with Twitch or she. <laughs> Here she is. Nobody's ever questioned his ability to rhyme. It's just the content that he brings mm. to the show is false, unsubstantiated, <laughs> punk ass bitch like. Maybe he should get his own podcast, or she. Maybe he. Maybe he should just step step up and just like this whole uh, <laughs> this whole like hidden identity thing is so 20th century we don't need it Come yeah on. put your you'd, name on it and you think after season one he'd at least like get the reveal but here's a theory here's another theory i have about the source yeah um he's afraid of cancel culture because in the source's past uh there's some sexual harassment and also uh racial issues uh that he's connected with hmm. I don't think that that doesn't narrow it down though. That's the only funny one I feel. <laughs> Jesus Curtis. <laughs> oh, that's good. So oh. it sounds like what you're saying is that he's a more conservative Banksy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Except, except like where Banksy makes makes art, um, the source votes for Trump, and we'll right. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man. Um, so he goes on, he or she, everyone in the league is waiting for the trade deadlock to clear. Perhaps the first trade will come from Ryan and Mike Hallwell. 
who've had some talks. A deal between these two would set the league on fire, as we rarely see teams who are this bad trade with each other. <laughs> okay. That's all, yeah. Okay. Uh, petulant child and appalling podcast host, Hallwell, has been trying many different psychological strategies to get people to trade with him. Some examples of these strategies include begging, pleading, groveling, and completely relinquishing his dignity. Can't argue there. That's good information right there. I don't um, deny it. Nolan hasn't been very active this week despite wide receiver offers coming his way. He might want to consider some of these deals because without some help, his team is officially fucked. Side note, officially fucked is what Nolan will be when the source is finished with it. Jesus. <laughs> it's more of that sexual harassment. Gertie's <laughs> <laughs> oh. been surprisingly quiet considering the makeup of his team. It's becoming clear Gertie's managing his team to finish last and get a good draft pick. A bold strategy and a redraft lead, but potentially effective as Gertie is a smart man. A man smart enough to abandon this bloody cum bubble of a podcast. Jesus. Wow. wow. That got dark quickly. Jesus. On like several levels. He like complimented Gertie, but shit on us. Okay. Why is the cum bubble bloody? <laughs> great question. Is... Um, we, we don't have time for that. God. So I will um, add something to the segment. Um, I thought it'd be cool if I just looked through the league and since, you know, it's not from the source, but this is from Mike. Um, I thought it'd be kind of cool to kind of look at a, two teams I think should and could make a trade and throw that out there to you guys and the league. So this week, uh, funny enough, the source mentioned him, um, Gertie. I think Gertie needs to make a trade. And the trade I've drummed up this week that I, I throw out there that might be a decent one um, could be a piece added on either side, but the framework would be Tua and Christian Kirk to Ryan for Darnold and Jacobs. Gertie's kind of fucked without a second quarterback. Can't really afford to wait two in cases out for a long time. So Sammy gives him some stability. Gertie gets the Raiders' backfield, yay, um, with Jacobs and Drake. And then I think Ryan gets the potential upside of two and a better flex option in the Cardinals' offense than Connor and Kirk. So I think that trade would make sense, and uh, it should happen. About your phone's voice. Yeah, let's, let's do it. I like this new segment. Thanks. Yeah, I think I think that makes sense. I'm not sure if I'm if, if I'm in that position, I would make that trade, but I do like the value for Gertie um, or for Ryan. You wouldn't make it for both sides, honestly. Like it's the you get a right. I, I think basically the features are like you get a starting quarterback. Sorry, are Darnold and Jacobs going over to Gertie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I like what Gertie gets in that. I'm not, I'm not totally thrilled about the Tua and Kirk. But business. for Ryan, yeah, I guess I'm more relying on Jacobs being shit, um, and that being the thought process from Ryan's perspective. And there could be a piece here or there. Um, so I'm not saying that's like the deal that's finished because it's hard to really see what people value. But I think the framework is there where Gertie gets a lesser quarterback in the long term with the Raiders' backfield, and Ryan gets the upside for his third quarterback. 
Yeah, that's fair. I like that. That's all I got. Uh, back to you. I love Aaron Andrews. <laughs> yes. Quite a talent. Um, awesome. Glad we were able to skim past that segment of shit. Um, we're going to go into uh, predictions. Uh, and we're going to do a little update on the uh, the year this year's Pick'em. Um, entering week two, I had a horrible two and four record, but my uh, foresight last week provided me a five and one record, mm-hmm. only choosing Pelt versus Suds wrong, mm-hmm. um, vaulting me into first place of seven and five. Van Pelt, you're coming in uh, second at six and six. And Suds failed to get in two picks somehow. Did I miss this? Yeah. That was yeah, from week, week one. one. Week one. Uh was six and four. So he's just like straight up playing handicap. Um, but that is kind of his motto. Didn't we ask so, Jimmy to go back and get the stats on that? What the fuck is Jimmy doing these days? I don't know. Certainly not collecting a paycheck. Um <laughs> but that brings us to our, our lovely final section of the evening. Um, where we talk about the upcoming matchups this week. So I have Pelt versus Andre as the first match. And uh, I just want to double check this. I gave that to... Was that a Suds? Suds. I think you said me. I'm ready for it anyway. Take it away. Let's say you did. I'll uh, I'll take it on. Uh, I think Andre is going to win this matchup. I apologize, Van Pelt. He's, his team's looking really good. He's Is he the highest scoring team? He's one of the highest scoring teams. Um, and I think in this matchup, the key comes down to the quarterback matchups. Um, him with Kyler Murray and Derek Carr versus you with Baker Mayfield and Jimmy G. Uh, that's goes to Andre, I think. And then the flex as well. Um, oh, actually, no. You know what? I think you're pretty even in the flex. Sorry. But anyway, I think it just comes down to Andre's teams on a roll right now. Your wide receivers can win you a matchup um, in a week, but I don't think it's going to be this week. So I'm giving Andre the edge, but I think it's actually another close one. Um, unlike the rest of the games, it's. I just clicked on our matchup. It's very weird that Robbie Anderson has zero points right now. It's the third quarter. I'm very happy about it. Don't get me wrong, but very weird. Robbie, yeah, it's true. R- Robbie's not a focal point with Carolina anymore, like he was last season. Um, but we can yet, get, yet. yeah, that's right. Uh, next matchup is uh, Suds versus Mike H. And, and Curtis, I think that's you. Uh, right. uh, no, I don't think so. I think it was me. No, sorry, look, it's the other Mike. Great, I'm, great I'm job so posting. Curtis' name yeah. is also not Mike, but um, close enough. Yeah. <laughs> Well, same difference, please. So, put me out of my misery. Yeah, uh, no problem. Um, Curtis is the only one here that went with Mike Hallwell. Uh, across the board, we have Suds, Suds, and Suds, obviously. Um, so I'll, I'll break this down a little bit. For me, I think I just, I just really like Suds' team. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I think he's got a strong set of running backs, regardless of what Bar- Barkley may or may not be showing. I think he'll get it together couple tough weeks there against Washington and Denver and he's not he's not fully healthy um we talked about this off the top but Mike's quarterbacks are almost as worse as almost as bad as Andre's waiver wire pickups 
they're just a little bit better than <laughs> mediocre. Um, so there's nothing really to be desired about there. Uh, receiver core doesn't inspire me too much. I think it's it's middling and it's okay. Um, he's got a bit of a ceiling with McLaurin, but otherwise I'm not too impressed. We all know what CEH has done, even less than Andre on the waiver wire somehow, and that's just crazy. Um, he's got Kelsey, so Kelsey might put up 20. So Suds may win uh, 130 to 60. That'll be my prediction. Fair prediction. I do want to throw it quickly to Curtis, though, not to put you on the spot. Um, but you picked Mike Hallwell here, and I'm curious to know why. Is it just because you hate Suds and you have a, such a disdain for him, or...? What's what's the thought process? Which I would here? respect. Yeah, yeah, that's basic. That's basically it. Uh, okay. I said previously that he had some holes in his team, so I had to stand <laughs> by that and um, hope that he shits the bed this week. And uh, Flacaroni has a terrific week. How'd you know I shit starting... the bed this week? <laughs> oh, you mean my team? Your team, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> little from I'm column 32. A, little from column B. <laughs> Oh, you know what? Actually, this is a fun story. and I think it'll be worth it. Um, the other morning, I sharded. Um, okay. But I did We're it. Moving on. I did it while I was taking a pee, so I was in the right uh, room for it to happen. Were you Nobody. standing or were you standing or Curtis, sitting? Curtis, don't. I was standing, oh, so I just had to turn around and sit down. Jesus. Curtis, you are up on the next match. You've got you've got to give us the analysis for Neville versus Danish. What's going to happen there? Neville versus Danish. Fuck, I thought I was doing your matchup, but uh, let me look here. Where Curtis is as prepared as us. All right, Neville versus Danish. Let's say, da- uh, not Danish, Neville for sure. Um, yeah, he Neville has a leg up basically in every asset of this matchup, and I don't see his winning streak coming to an end this week. Solid. Tight. Yeah. Straightforward. <laughs> yeah. I am the, uh, the, the lone horseman on this. Um, I've, I looked at Danish's uh, last two weeks um, and I found his team to be. Uh, unfortunately, uh, the, the, the subject of some bad luck um, as his week one match, he lost by, less than half a point. And then last week he ran into the, the buzz saw that was Curtis's team. Um, Danish's team scores on average over 120 point, points a week. I think I already said that. Um, but I like his team top to bottom. Um, I like the fact that he's got like three good running backs, like Sanders is his flex, uh, Miles Sanders, sorry. Um, so I'm so convinced, and I don't know where we put this, but I'm locking this game up. Like Danish is going to win against Neville this week. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Oh, someone needs to call you out on that for for something. Yeah, I was gonna like say like I don't, I don't opportunity. I don't know what to bet you. I will, I will bet you one hundred percent on that game or on this matchup. Okay, well let's figure it out after the fact then. But yeah, I'm I'm willing to do that. Okay, dope, sweet. Curtis uh, versus Ryan. Our next matchup. Obviously, we can't get Curtis to do that. That would be unethical conflict of uh, interest so, exactly so pelt you are up give us the dirty yeah again three out of four of us here including the guest um have curtis winning this and suds has ryan winning this obviously um so 
I'll break this down a little bit for you. It's a little tougher this week because, you know, I said Ryan was going to lose last week because they had a lot of clouds. Um, the clouds aren't on Yahoo yet. We're, we're a little far from Sunday, so the cloud theory can't, can't come into play here. Um, but I do like Curtis's lineup when Jameis Winston can look like a quarterback, which he didn't last week, and he still somehow scored 160 points, which is mildly confusing. Um, but you've got Jameis, you've got Cousins, who's looked like a good quarterback. Your wide receiver core, my God, Diggs, Hopkins, and Evans. I don't think we can really shake shake anything at that. Henry and Gaskin, and then you've got Edmonds in the flex. By the way, Edmonds was traded for a first-round pick in a keeper league I'm in today, so I don't know what who's got a heart on for him, but apparently he's about to be the next big thing. So congratulations, Curtis. Um, the other side, Ryan's got Josh Allen. Um, his, his wide receivers are okay. I think he's got more of a uh, ceiling than a floor there with those guys, unfortunately. And then his running backs, Fournette, again, he's not. He, I don't think he's really a big floor guy in that offense. He could end up having a big game. Swift is on Detroit, enough said there. Um, he rounds it out with Russell Wilson, and otherwise I think Curtis is a stronger lineup through and through. And I think he's going to take this one. So, Suds, you're wrong. The three of us are right. And uh, back to you in the studio. Uh, thanks for that, Mike. Um, I'm going to try and do a, a first for 390 podcast. Um, we, we don't have to negotiate it too long. Uh, but, Curtis, I'm going to offer you a trade right here live wow. on our podcast. Oh, Jesus. Um, this will go well. <laughs> I posted earlier um, a conversation that I had with my brother about trading Carson Wentz for Kareem Hunt. And my brother had rejected it. Um, my feelings are that that was an absolute uh, missed opportunity for a guy who does not have good quarterbacks, uh, but he passed up on that. Mm. So I'm putting that offer to you for Carson Wentz for Chase Edmonds. Uh, fittingly, uh, let's see if we can get two Chase Edmond trades done in one day. Curtis, what do you say? Yay or nay? What was, what was the offer? Carson Wentz, Chase Edmonds, one for one. Oh, that uh, one for one that's gonna be a, a no-go my friend if anything i thought you would try to to get your handcuff for mccaffrey um which also will not happen so that is a no-go oh wow that was that was definitely more interesting than my shitting knife hands story <laughs> glad we glad we took the time for that yeah listen your shitting your pants story is is i i'm so scared whenever you go into stories about your body sets after listening to Scotch and Sports and the the toenail, oh, yeah. uh, mm. we don't like. I'm not going to get into it. But uh, next uh, next matchup we have is Jay versus Gertie. Uh, I believe that is a Sud special. It sure is. Yeah. Uh, once again, I'll just take it because uh, that's what I am ready to do. Uh, once again, actually, second week in a row, I've gotten to do Gertie's game. Um, so it made it really easy. He's actually got a little bit of a nice projected uh, at the top of the board, but Jay's a better team. Everybody's a better team. Jay is uh, quite a bit better. I love his quarterbacks. Uh, he made a big mistake dropping Gronk, obviously, but Hawkinson has proven to be a pretty good replacement. Um, yeah, not much more to say. Gertie, I hope Brissett can win you all the points in the world, but uh, this is Jay's, and I think we all agreed on that, um, and I would be... Yeah, yeah, we all agreed on that. Yep, agreed. Sorry, guys. Final I, match. I have to go back to uh, quickly, very quickly. 
Oh, well, you said you're going to pick Danish 100%, and I forgot to make the joke when you said it. Um, I said you're going to die on that hill. Because Neville's name is a chase up that hill. Just had to get that in there. It was a good oh. joke. It's really good. It good well, his, his name should die, so it even works even yeah. better. Honestly, there we hit. That's the name of the episode, and I feel pretty good about that. <laughs> um, Curtis, uh, bring us home. Put let let's end this sort of painful existence we have going on right here, and um, give us the analysis <laughs> for me versus Nolan for the final matchup of the week. All right, finally, one I was prepared for. Um, this is actually, well, would have been a fun matchup had it not been for Christian McCaffrey injury in this game, uh, totaling only four points so far. Um, however, um, if you go through the lineups, things are pretty even. Uh, both teams have a few questionable players right now. Oh, geez, all your receivers, yeah, that's hurting. Uh, tight ends. <laughs> That's a Tight live end. reaction to a fantasy lineup. Yeah. <laughs> Tight ends are, oh my God. are a bit of a dumpster fire across the board. However, the quarterback matchups are quite intriguing. We have Matt Stafford versus Tom Brady in the late window on Sunday, which could be a lot of fun. And oh, shit. To- yeah. yeah. And then we go to Monday night, Jalen Hurts versus Dak Prescott. So could we see the return of the Nightman? Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. But it, it's something we can hope for. We'll see. We'll more, see. Like, more like I'm the good Nightman. <laughs> <laughs> I was so jacked up and then you made an amazing joke there, Mike. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just I'm so deflated. This is this is really tough to to do a podcast when your your number one pick goes down with like a troublesome injury. Hamstrings just like high ankle. So I'm just like I'm not feeling good. Um, well, enough about. <laughs> Thank and you, you nice. and you can't throw a hundred fantasy do- or free agent dollars at your backup either. Yeah, that's true. true. That's true. I've spent quite a bit of my fab already. Well um, said, Curtis. um so with that uh i think we want to thank curtis for coming on the show curtis do you have anything that you want to sort of like tell the audience um maybe call out somebody in the league uh start some drama uh nothing too much other than uh for neville to watch his back the division and myself are coming for him so watch out the whole division it's strong Strong back. That's awesome. Yeah. Neville Neville is absolutely going to be looking behind him now. Yeah. That's so sweet. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh Suds and uh Suds and Mike, what do you uh what do you guys got going on? Is uh your other lesser project uh back on the airwaves or the Scotch and Sports is uh it's going strong. We just finished uh episode two of season two and I think it, I think it was a good one. Um, it is yet to hit the airwaves, but uh, when Jimmy finishes recording, or not recording, when editing, uh, we'll finally get it up, fucking Jimmy. Um, Jimmy that's... has told me that he is halfway through editing, <laughs> and it is a very silly episode. <laughs> Excellent. Perfect. Glad glad someone's talking to Jimmy and knows he's actually doing fucking anything. Um, but other than that, we're quite under time. We're at like 43 minutes, and the network is going to be upset with us. We're supposed to fill up an hour time slot, but... Uh, 
you know, but the, network. the, well, con- the, the content. Does Suds have any more uh, shitting? So it's Monday right? morning. <laughs> Dawn breaks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, last thing I'll say um, is I look forward to beating Andre this week. And then uh, mm. Suds, depending on your matchup, our whole division, uh, well, actually wouldn't be two and one. I'm just looking forward to beating Andre and be- being tied for the division lead. And then Suds, you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. Um, that's all I'm going to do. Andre's that's already... Me. Andre's already using his reverse psychology on me. He texted me and he's like, oh man, good week to play me. A lot of red. A lot of red in my lineup. Like, I'm not falling for this shit, okay? My team's just going to come in and play well. Fuck you. So, that's all I got. Okay. Well, I think that's it, gentlemen. We, we've said it all. Well, I guess Suds. And, uh, this fuck Suds, right? Well, Suds, I, yeah. I assume it's just he mentioned Scotch and Sports again, which we don't need to do, and um, I'm actually like censoring him a little bit because I don't mm-hmm. want him to talk about his body. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, Suds, so, uh, do you have anything you want to say? I guess. Dirty, say hi to Rachel for me. <laughs> I guess that's it. Dirty, your team sucks, and say hi to Rachel for me. Dirty, your team sucks, and say hi to Rachel for me. Uh, and I think that's it, everybody. So, Gertie, your team sucks, and uh, say hi to Ray for me. Take care. Sucks. <laughs> Insert outro music here. I am. I am so sad right now, guys.